Good evening and welcome to another edition of Inner Visions of the Inspired Obtaining Happiness, everyone. Um, This topic is near and dear to my heart, so I wanted to talk and share with you about it. Um, I'm going to talk about the effects and side effects of what workplace bullying does to a person. Um, I've experienced it um, from employees and employers, and um, I don't claim victimhood. I don't believe in victimhood. I believe in fighting back. But here are ways to deal with it, cope with it, and how to move on from it. So sit back, relax, and let's get it. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Inner Visions of the Inspired, Obtaining Happiness. Everyone, have you ever dealt with an employer? I'm not talking about supervisors. I'm not talking about the co-workers. I'm talking about people from the upper management or upper echelon or even CEOs and presidents or higher-ups that could be so verbally abusive, so ruling with the iron fist mentality to where it stresses you out. You can have good supervisors, you can have good co-workers to work with but if you have higher ups so demanding so bullying not only do they watch over you and get their henchmen to watch and look at you and spy on you every chance they get to see you work But then turn right back around and lie and say discouraging remarks about people not doing anything. Not just the employer that I'm dealing with, but you can have employers that do the same thing to you. Case in point, the Lockheed Martin situation. Um, I've talked about it and... um, Intervisions of a political side hustler. Um, I've talked about it where um, they were going to be, Lockheed Morton was going to settle like millions and millions of dollars to um, the um, black employees for racial discrimination. Unfortunately, you have a Biden appointed judge who oversaw it and refused to uh, and refuses to uh, cooperate with the um, black victims of the discrimination. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to 
named this company very nameless. This, you know, to show respect. But you get your henchmen. You go up um, and you um, you have the admiral going in the ships looking at looking around in different compartments doing their so-called walkthrough or investigation trying to be the big dog but go right back around and be disrespectful and tell the higher ups that they're not doing their jobs even though there was a lack of work all right and basically they want to shake things up move people around even try to fire them I'm keeping the employer nameless Okay, I'm going to keep them nameless, but that's what happened. Okay. And these are people in the Navy. They can create their own rules, set their own standards. They think they're doing you a favor by giving you raises in this quarter or the next quarter or you know year after year but they're abusive with it at some point we got to stop looking at the amount of money if you are working under an employer they're going to set you a certain salary it's a set salary Hourly, you're in a set salary. CEOs, um, CEOs, presidents, or um, other higher ups, they give you a salary, but it's set. All right, unless you are working as an entrepreneur, unless you have your own business. You're not economically free. Therefore, you're not free at all. If you're not free at all, then you're unhappy as hell. But I tell people until your business or entrepreneur project pops off, keep the job that you have. And I've, I had an episode on intervisions of a political side hustler, which talks about the abuse that the employer, employees that are so abusive and the company does nothing about it, that it has affected your health and you have no choice but to resign before the health gets worse. 
Now, do I, I've told people to keep your job. Be professional no matter what. But if it gets to the point to where your health, your health is being compromised by all these demands, by all or really little support from the company, then your best bet, I will still try to hang on to the job. But if you give your two-week notice without a backup, that's understandable. But find other alternatives before you make that sudden move. A lot of good people, their health is affected by workplace bullying and by the company mistreating their employees where they suddenly resign. There are people who have been there 40, 50, 60 years going through the same thing. They were supposed to retire, what, next year. But because the abuse has gotten so bad, they decide, hey, why not retire right now? I'm good to go. I'm financially set. I don't need this. That's so understandable. But I want to tell people who are, who is not really close to retirement. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again to all of you. All right. And I'm saying it out of love. I'm saying it out of love to all of you. Okay. Start finding your passion. Start finding your passion as an entrepreneur. When you become an entrepreneur, find something that you're passionate about. Find something that you truly love. Okay. Don't get so reliant on your employer. Your employer has all kinds of personalities. They see your resume and they love you. They want to... Throw the red carpet, wine and dine you. But when we don't have enough work, when production isn't going the way it's supposed to go, and they force to either fire you or move you around, then that's when you know that, hey, they don't value you as you think they are doing. All right, so I tell people, find your entrepreneurship skills. Learn about it. Be educated about it. Put some money to the side. Do a side hustle. You cannot survive off of just one employer. I don't care how much money you make, whether it's $13 an hour to $50 or $60 an hour. All right. Find that entrepreneur mentality. Find what you love to do. Save up money. Start something.
start a business so you can start selling yourself and your brain so you can start making extra money. I finally have made some money, but it was such an extreme small amount. It's like lunch money. But I believe this podcast is going to be, to me, is worth a lot. To me, in a short period of time, I'm going to say next year, later next year, or sometime in early part of 2024, I see myself making a million dollars off of this podcast, off of my podcasting entrepreneurship. For you guys, I want you to not be so reliant because these employers, I'm telling you, they do not, they can say whatever they want to say. They can say all the right things, be politically correct, but it's all about control. They want to control you. They want to control your mind. They want to control you. All right. You're not free. All right. So that's why it's important to save money. It's important to um, start a money savings plan to where you can put up money on a daily basis and not really need a 401k from your employer, like talking about it. Be innovative. Also, have a mutual fund. That's what I have, but please get a mutual fund. Start growing your money. Grow yourself. Because when you grow your money and not touch it, you're in the right path. Sooner or later, I'm going to start putting money back into my, um, what's it called? The, um, I just said it. I'm going to start putting money back into, um, my money market account. To my Edward Jones. Because you're seeing the rise in workplace violence. You're seeing a rise in workplace bullying. And I'm going to show the, I'm going to tell you the effects of it. Signs of workplace bullying. All right. People are going to make a target of you because they can because they felt empowerment. They feel like they want to be the big, bad ass dog, male or female. They want to form a clique just to make them something important in somebody else's business, but not their own. Small-minded people try to be the big fish in a tiny little hole. 
People can berate people, lying to others, intimidate people, threatening you, taking too much credit of the work that you do. This is a very well mind app that I'm gonna read off of, a few of them. But workplace bullying can have a whole lot of negative effects. Research on bullying in the workplace quantifies the personal consequence for the victim. It's gonna be fiscal consequences as well. Health risk which can cause psychological health problems, high blood pressure, mood change, panic attacks, stress, ulcers, anxiety. All right, when they're a bully, their their self-esteem is low and their anxiety rises up through the roof, which causes their blood pressure to rise. All right. Some employers do address it, but there are other employers that are just focusing on the bottom line. They're focusing on their numbers. They're focusing on the production and not the human being like they say they do. All right. When it gets worse, you're going to see a lot of lawsuits being filed. Um, I used to work at a hospital to where the food service director was so out of line and so out of pocket that he was sued. I've never seen a food service director get sued so many times. All right. Bernadine Drive. Yes, Bernadine Drive. He was a food service director. Was it when I was there in 2008? Horrible human being. Horrible human being to people. But you have his minions that will try to protect him. And the company protected him too. Instead of firing him over, um, I wanna give y'all mics. I'm gonna give you, this is from my experience. Instead of firing him for letting go of an employer because her child was sick, he tried to offer the job back, but she declined which I don't blame her. And she won the lawsuit, by the way. That, but that food service director, he should never ever work as a food service director again. He was a punk then and he's a punk now. And you do have a lot of higher ups who are like that, even worse than him. 
So I, I say this to say, don't fall in love with your employer. You have to do what's best for you. If you really want to be economically free, have your own business and see what happens. Your earning potential, if you sell yourself right, is unlimited. Very unlimited. That's the beauty of having your own. That's right. Here's some other effects. Additional costs to recruit and train new employees. Erosion of employee loyalty in the commitment. Increased use of sick leave, healthcare claims, staff turnover. You have a lot of legal action and the reputation is going to go down the toilet. But if you want to cope with it, here's what I would do. One, talk to upper management and see how this can be handled. If it continues and they don't do anything about it, you have to make a drastic decision. But first, find something else. You want to leave on good terms. Yes, please leave on good terms. But if it compromises with your health, then you got to simply walk away. Confront the person. If the person is getting out of line, confront them, go to upper management, you know, take care of your business. You know, you don't, don't be a victim. Be the, be the person who's strong enough to take a stand, fight back. There is no tomorrow. Now is the time to set it right. That's right. That's right. What can the employers do to make the situation better? Well, one, the CEO or president they should start having a viral meeting with the employers and employees about the situation. Let them know there is zero tolerance. And if they strike with an iron fist, then you're sending a powerful message that this cannot happen again. But I do wish they could be a little bit more innovative of it. Educate. Educate supervisors, food service directors, um, assistant managers. You know, from the bottom to the top, educate them all. 
give give them the training that they need. If they pass it, give them a certificate. But if they fail it, fire them on the spot. They have to. For me, I will make them take a course. And they have to pass with a mandatory 100%. If they even get one wrong, then it shows that they really weren't taking the whole thing seriously. That little bit of information that they missed could be the key to solving workplace bullying problem not here in not only here in America but all across the globe and shoe factories plants um, in boats in clothing lines even in fortune 500 companies um, I've heard of a story of one of my favorite teams, the Los Angeles Lakers, and where Magic and Polinka and Rob Polinka are being called out for their abusive behavior towards employees. I don't know if it's true or not. Magic is my favorite player. Knowing him, he loves to win. He's very passionate about winning. I don't want to speculate or jump to conclusions. But if it's true, then I don't care how, I don't care about your accomplishments. You're not fit. You're not fit to lead. But if it isn't true, then hey, we need to, you know, give them the benefit of a doubt show respect, follow their lead. I love Magic Johnson. I think Magic is a great player. He's done so many things in the city of Los Angeles. I love him. One of my favorite players of all time. Love his behind-the-back moves. Love his bounce passes. The one to Jamal Wilkes against the Los Angeles Clippers in the early 80s was... Something that I won't forget. (laughs) But it's okay to be passionate about getting the job done. Nothing wrong with that. But yelling, cussing, fighting, screaming to get the job done, that's an uncomfortable situation. I would rather leave money on the table than continue to get abused every single time. But this is the first segment. I'm going to give you my take on the Shane Quella Robinson situation. So don't go anywhere, everybody.
Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. I want to get to this here and give you my take. This is from Fox 8 WGHP, their um, web page. The death certificate of Shaquella Robinson have been released, but the family says it doesn't answer enough questions about the 25-year-old's death last month. Now, Shanquilla Robinson, who is highly known for her business in braiding hair, she was in Cabo, San Lucas, with a group of frenemies celebrating someone's birthday. 25-year-old turn up dead after just one day on vacation. The death certificate obtained by Nexstar's WJZY lists the cause of death as severe spinal cord injury and at last luxation, which is instability in the uppermost vertebrae. Robinson and her friends had rented a villa and supposedly didn't go out that night. According to Robinson family, the friends told them she was drunk when she died. They didn't call us until the very last minute. And then on top of that, they said the maid found her. Salamandra Robinson, Shanquilla's mother said, no one told the same story, so I never believed them anyways. The section of the death certificate where police could have noted any sign of intoxication only said person found unconscious in her living room. The group stayed at Villa Linda 32, a property listed on kaboovillas.com. A representative of the company said the group of friends called the concert, what was it? The conjugate for help on a Saturday afternoon. The conjugate called a doctor who gave CPR. Robinson died at 3 p.m., an estimate 15 minutes after her injury. Ooh. So when the friends give a different take on what happened, you know there's a red flag that has to go up. All right, a red flag. Here's the thing. She paid for their trip to go to Cabo in Mexico. She paid their way. All right. And here's the thing. They stole over $10,000 of her money. All right. They know that she was a successful entrepreneur, a successful business person who was making a lot of money. All right. And their so-called friends saw an opportunity and they tried to take advantage All right, 
try to take advantage of her. And I will say this. Those so-called friends who was plotting, they should all get jail time. Now, I've heard Judge Joe Brown said, you know, you have to have a jurisdiction, which is true. Where's the jurisdiction at? Yes, I do agree. However, we still need to get justice for the Robinson family. Jurisdiction or not. All right. So now the FBI is investigating. And it's plain as day. You have video evidence. There is video evidence. Well, there are legal experts that that will say. All right. What's the intent? What's the motive? Why did they attack the person? All right. But you guys told the family that she died of alcohol poisoning. Here's the optos. Excuse me. Here's the optox. I don't know. Where's my wording today? I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. The autopsy report shows a different take. The autopsy report shows that she has a broken neck and a damaged spinal cord injury. Explain this. Why did you tell them that she had alcohol poison? Why? What was your reasoning? That right there is enough evidence to convict them. Tampering of evidence, lying, and conspiracy to commit murder. That's right. In my opinion, they should have the whole damn thrown at them. I think there's going to be a few people that's going to write each other out. They're going to be the rest and they're going to get captured. I'm figuring there's going to be a bounty, a bounty justice that will capture them themselves. They're going to make them turn themselves in. All right. By the photos of her friends, they look like they have a criminal record over 300 yards along. They look very shady. They they look like they just got out of the penitentiary themselves. Let alone Juvie. Hmm. 
here's my take. In the future, if you are going on a vacation, like I was saying on the last episode, out of love, you know, tell your family members, let's do a meeting. Let's brief each other. All right. Tell them what you expect from each other. You know, when we go out on vacation, what do you expect besides having a good time and enjoying the view? All right. Who's going to contribute to what? Are we going to live in a house? Are we going to um, have our own rooms or what? Like I was saying, they might bring in friends or boyfriends, girlfriends that you don't even know. So let's communicate with them and see if you can get your own space, your own room. Okay, I'm not trying to get in course with people that you might be cool with, but I don't know this person. And I don't know this person. I don't know your friends. I don't know your boyfriend. I sure, I sure as hell don't know your girlfriend. I don't know them. If I bring my wife with me, I'm going to set boundaries for my family. Hey, look, y'all get your own space. Let's get our own space. If you want to hang out, you know, have a little fun, that's fine. It's fine. It's all cool. But we're going we're definitely going to do a briefing. No matter what happens, brief each other. Your safety is on the line, your health is on the line. If we are a family, we got to protect each other. And you have to have that mentality. That goes for anybody, that goes for the listeners. Anybody. I want to have a good time just like you. You know, I want to have a little party, a little celebration. Enjoying life because you only have one life. But I also want to continue to live and enjoy life, too. That's why we have to have each other's back. On a, on a business trip. It's good to have a good time and enjoy the view. But it's not about partying and BSing. It's about taking care of business. Making money and taking care of what we came there to do. And before you got a brief... The Shanquella Robinson has really changed my mentality on who do I take with on a vacation. You know, I'm definitely taking my wife. I'm definitely taking my son. But who do I know that can vibe with me and my wife? That we can keep each other safe? Who? Who? 
my message is don't fit in with everybody it's cool to be a loner I'm a loner too I love being a loner at first I hate being a loner I force myself to try to want to be accepted but now that I realize it I wish I was an all the way loner when you know when you go out you go out it's just you you're getting what you need to get it's not about playing it safe it's about being safe people can lose their lives too on being a loner the universe is unpredictable but you're more likely to survive going on a vacation or even walk into a store versus being around a group of people who you are cool with but you don't fully know. So always be aware of your surroundings. Don't try to fit in where you can get in in society. And everybody, that is my podcast for tonight. I definitely enjoy it with you guys. I thank you for the love and support of the 100th episode. Stay tuned for tomorrow as we deal with some inspirational topics, some hard-hitting facts, but most importantly, vibing with the greatest listening crowd in the planet whether you're in turkey istanbul dubai wales los angeles california or even seattle washington i get number love for all of you much love much love special special honorary mention to chef angela means that was one hell of a Instagram live. I was very honored to be connected to you. Comedian and a vegan chef, Angela Means. Much love to you. I'm still tripping off of it. (laughs) But another honorary mention is the future aviation license, Don Nicoleone. Please check out the Don Nicoleone show on YouTube under El Cologne. Lockdown Radio again. But please support. Please support Hot Damn Politics. Starring Nefertiti Surviving the Game. Produced and created by Don Nicoleone. Much love to the WJG family. Much love to all of you all across the globe. And until next time, make the impossible possible. You can do anything with a connection with your creator. Let's make it happen. You can make it happen. Until next time, I'm out.